You're listening to Costume Closet Chats with Waco Civic Theater. Hi, my name is Sigurd Massey. I'm the intern at Waco Civic Theater. And I'm Clarissa. I am the Diversity Outreach Coordinator and the Public Relations Specialist for the Waco Civic Theater. So let's dive right in. Can you tell me a little bit about the Waco Civic Theater? Um, We're located in Waco, Texas, hence the name. But yeah, what's kind of its story? So the Civic actually has like its roots in community theater in Texas, in Waco, from the Waco Little Theater. This was in like the 20s. And it just transitioned and went through a couple of different changes to about uh, the 40s when we became like the actual Waco Civic Theater, like officially. Um, and in the 50s is when we got our nonprofit status as a 501c3. And we've been in this location since I think the 60s. Um, and we've gone through different renovations, you know, different grants, different fundraisers. But we've been here for, let's see here, like 70. That's how math works, right? 60 to 20. <laughs> that's 60 years. We've been here for like 60 years. So it's been really exciting. We've gone through a lot of different shows. If you go into the workshop, you'll see all the different shows we've done. We've done Newsies and Annie and we've done Mama Mia, Sister Act. We've done plays for children for, I mean, also plays for adults. But, you know, we've gotten really big into youth theater recently. A member of our staff uh, is really interested in children's theater um, and starting interest and generating interest in children um, from the very beginning so that way we can have children who grow up into adults who love theater so we've really exploded with I think seven youth shows this year probably more wow yeah it's been a lot it was a it was an interesting summer that was about when I started coming on into the civic this year so we've been we've wow. been pretty busy <laughs> and even kind of going into this fall you guys have had shows going pretty back to back this fall back even. to we back have- to back to back yes that's right we went uh we went from alibis to uh outside mullinger uh which was a straight play and then from outside mullinger we were doing uh the shadow cast for rocky horror picture show we are also in rehearsals for Ring of Fire. Ring of Fire. We were going. We did Ring of Fire, and then we um, we are in rehearsals right now for three different Christmas shows, and our annual fundraiser, Stars, is next Saturday. And so after Stars, we can slow down a little bit and just focus on the next three shows, plus auditions in December for our show in January. So that will be happening soon. Wow. <laughs> so three Christmas shows. So. So it's not like Christmas is a big deal around here. No, at all. not at all. And I'm actually <laughs> trying. I'm actually trying really hard to just market them as holiday shows because I know that best Christmas pageant ever is obviously going to be Christmas, and I know that Little House Christmas is going to like skew predominantly like all Christmas. But I really want to like. I hope. Um, that most wonderful show it's gonna be an mtv style like show it's gonna be very exciting i am hoping that i can do a little bit of help with like the props and you know maybe i'll wear more scrunchies than usual (laughs) i mean they're coming back in style you you definitely have access to them i have so many scrunchies that i can provide for this cast should they need me i am ready to serve and if you can't find them uh in your closet or in target 
goodness, come to the costume closet, which is actually where we are right now. I'm thinking of calling this closet chats. <laughs> I mean, it's so much bigger than a closet, truly. It's, I mean, I feel like we can definitely fit a couple more rows of clothing in here. I feel like we're going to need a couple more rows of clothing in here soon. It's pretty packed where we're sitting. I would say I see ball gowns and like army uniforms. There were some like, wedding dresses that we just used. Oh, in our other show that we also just did. I want my mummy, which was a children's, uh, it was a class. And then they produced a like one act musical and we showed it on Aww. Halloween. It was so cute. And one of the wedding dresses over here was used for the, I think, bride the zombie bride i can't quite remember okay. what she was but it was like a 14 year old in a wedding dress being really <laughs> solemn and so sober you know like so <laughs> dramatic and it's, that's my favorite thing about children's theaters they're so mm -hmm. dramatic and so talented it's hilarious but yeah seeing them dress up in uh like in their detective clothes and as as the donkey and shrek like there's there's so much going on in this closet the the various like textures in these coats the stories they could tell from all different productions and a lot of it comes from donations as well this I is know. not all stuff we've purchased as a theater i know i'm looking right past you and i'm seeing what i know our previous like dance recital like outfits and mm -hmm. costumes because i know i recognize at least the company that those like green dresses were made from because my sister was a dancer for many many years like i look at it and i just see kids dancing to fireflies like on the stage and speaking of kids so the waco civic theater it doesn't just put on productions it also puts on a lot of uh community classes but really focus mm -hmm. on on children as well yeah because we have our main stage shows like outside mullinger and ring of fire and we have like those big things that bring in like the community but where does that community come from it comes from the kids it comes from their neighbors and their families and everything so beyond because like if you're a child and I know this is how I was as a kid and may you know still am now it's like I don't really know what I'm doing I'm nervous to get out there like what do I do like who's auditioning for like Shrek you know I'm sure that they're all talented they were already in like drama classes so having these improv classes, these comedy classes, these acting classes, it gives like the kids a chance to get to know each other in a classroom setting, but also like give them the skills and the confidence they have to actually come out and audition for Tuck Everlasting that we're doing in January. I'm very excited for Tuck Everlasting. I know that there are some kids who would just have a blast in that show and I can't wait to see like it all come through. It's gonna be very exciting. And you kind of touched on uh, the fact that the kids who are coming in and doing these classes and doing these workshops, it's not like, you know, they're here every single week. A lot of them, you know, you can pick and choose which mm -hmm. courses and classes you come from. And it's uh, for all skill levels, it yes. sounds like. Yeah, there, it's for all skill levels. And we, I think the teachers normally separate the classes like by age group so there's the younger kids because you know you have to teach to the different levels you can't expect right. an eight-year-old to act the same way as a 17 year old yeah. you're gonna have to like change your style so we have like a younger class and an older class and they do their different showcases um but yeah you can choose like which classes you're gonna go into and for i want my mummy we have like a whole range of of ages that were involved so cute i love seeing the returning faces and seeing how confident yes. they get yeah. like from seeing them in seussical to seeing them now one of the students from descendants is 18 um so he's able to like do children's theater and our main stage theater and he was in ring of fire as well and seeing his like confidence journey and the way he's become a part of the community just from descendants to now 
it's amazing and he got his friends involved and like seeing because he was he was a new student right so he didn't really like Descendants I'm pretty sure was like one of his first shows like at the Civic and seeing how much he has friends coming to see his shows over at Ring of Fire they were all like hanging out um, on the stage afterwards and they were like you did so great and it's just so cool seeing like you literally see the community develop like from there like from like you were in a show, you made friends, and then even if those friends aren't in the next show, they're going to come see it because they want to support each other. It's fantastic. That's awesome. And I can't wait to dive in uh, even more on future episodes, talking about the various communities that are involved, both Mm -hmm. uh, inside uh, the Waco Civic Theater family and then outside with the community between our actors and set designers and musicians and everyone that runs this runs the show yeah we all come together like i know i know it's like we're a community effort but like truly like a community theater is a community effort it's like we get donations and i see the donations coming in i think how come my family never donated anything to the community theater like that's a genius idea like just seeing the different ways people volunteer their time it's i love seeing how it's not separate and how we really are like a product of the community and how we seek to serve the community that serves us through art. I could go on forever. Like this podcast goes 20 more minutes and I could just be <laughs> raving about art and its importance in the community. Well, I can't wait to dive in even further on uh, future episodes and really, yeah, talk about and take, uh, talk about what it takes to make our shows happen and mm-hmm. be such an integral part of the actual greater Waco community. So, Carissa, thank you so much for talking with me today. We will see you again very soon. Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) It was a great time. Thanks for having me in this illustrious costume closet. Oh, yes. Closet chat. (laughs) This has been Costume Closet Chats with Waco Civic Theater.